0: From an undisclosed bunker deep in the earth, bringing you the best in horror, paranormal, and conspiracy, we welcome you to this week's Zombie Fight Club broadcast with your host, Eddie Rotten.
1: What's up? What's up? What's up? This is Eddie Rotten and the Zombie Life Podcast. Welcome back to another fantastic weekend of podcast excellence. Um, I want to tell you what I did last weekend it was awesome, I went all the way to Dallas, I went to Texas Frightmare Weekend I met up with my brother Micah, or Lord Micah as you might know him from the Frequency uh, series Uh, or you might know him as Rule of Fives on SoundCloud, I use a lot of his music on my shows, but I went up there (laughs) and uh, I had a a a wonderful time, I met up with uh, some crazy dudes from Evolution of the Apocalypse, Matt Tolson and Jerry from (laughs) from Evolution of the Apocalypse and I am telling you right now these are, <laughs> these dudes are um, crazy. These, Matt Tolson, I know that you're listening. Dude, you are, you are crazy. And I love how you are so offensive to me. Finally, somebody that's not afraid to tell me uh, what they think. <laughs> but I, dude, I love you, man. I wish that I could just hug you and squeeze you and cuddle you not not totally cuddle you but dude you're incredible thank you so much for being honest and upfront and uh and just everything that I that I knew that you would be and you are a freaking giant Matt Tolson and Jerry for those of you that don't know um holy cow they're big dudes man he crawled uh well first i went and picked him up from the hotel right i talked to matt tolson um he said hey we're at this hotel i said dude don't get don't get a train or a bus or a cabaret i'll come pick you up be cool so i went to the hotel and i picked them up right and i drove around this corner and there's these two gigantic sasquatches walking around the corner and lo and behold that was matt tolson and jerry i don't know jerry's last name he's he's very mysterious to me and he didn't say a whole lot to me but when he did it was pretty funny <laughs> um, but i spent the whole weekend with these dudes man it was great. On tonight's show um, it's just Texas Frightmare Weekend. I had the best time I talked to Kerry Howard from Dark Clown Studios. Amazing dude incredible artist way ahead of his time uh, with, with comic books and storytelling. Just uh, a genius. You guys are going to love this dude. Billy Pond. Everybody knows this dude from Circus of the Dead. I had him on the show and you're going to listen to him talk to us tonight about the birth of, Dark, of uh, Circus of the Dead and why it's not so Um, why it's not like every other horror clown movie that you see. It's completely different. And then I also walked around with Brenda Dickerson all weekend long. It was was wonderful. Man, I had the best time with Brenda Dickerson. If you don't know who she is, please go to uh, Facebook and type Brent Dickerson. This dude ah, he's a life changer okay? When you wake up, you will want to talk to this dude. And you notice I'm saying she and he and she. It was just just check him out, okay? Brent Dickerson, uh, I love you, man. Brenda Dickerson, I love you too. But I spent the whole weekend walking around with this dude. It was amazing. Um, Brenda told me about. Um, how he's going to move out to uh, Corey Trahan's Bat City Scare Grounds and uh, all the stuff that he does in his life and <laughs> Brenda Fest coming up is just amazing. I also spoke with Lyle Blackburn who created the Mothman film and which is riveting. Uh, everything about it is riveting and, and just controversial and and I had him on. And you'll love that Matt Tolson and Jerry from Evolution: The Apocalypse is on and um, it's just a great show, man. It's just a great show. So please kick back and relax i'm doing this on sunday night i should have done it like last thursday or something but you know how i do it Um, everybody in my family was sick i got sick uh, so i just kind of kicked back but um it's a podcast so enjoy yourself i love you guys uh listen to the show and uh leave some comments and likes and subscribe and stuff like that Um, but this is just a lot of fun for me (laughs) you know i get nothing from it other than hoping that it makes you smile every now and then so uh, stay tuned to the end of the show. I've got some more stuff that I'm going to talk about, and uh, and enjoy yourself. Love you guys. Kill them all. Check check check. Oh, that's perfect. All right, what's up, everybody? This is Eddie Rotten with Zombie Life Podcast. I'm at uh, Texas Frightmare Weekend with Holy Day, the Dark Clown Studios. Comes back to the show. How's it going, man?
2: It's going good. We love being here.
1: Um, Day number three. I know, day three. How's your stamina? It's good. Plenty of rest. But. I got some rest, not as much as I wanted to. Um, my legs are still kind of dragging, but my brain is awake and that's what's important.
2: Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, all I've been doing a lot is just doing a lot of sitting down, so I get plenty of rest throughout the day. Yeah. <laughs> you need to bring one of those little
1: peddler things that attaches to your chair so you can just keep Segway. it. segue. Yeah. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> so tell me about it, man. Tell me about how Dark Clown Studios came came to be first and then uh, how you're doing uh, for Texas Front Weekend.
2: Well, it came about back in uh, 2010 and there's an actual fear of clowns that people are afraid of so I thought it would be a cool idea to create these clown characters that... People could be afraid of, and hopefully it would draw people in. But they're not your typical normal clowns. It's kind of like a psychological story that I'm doing. But and this is our first time here at Texas Primary Week Weekend had a table. I said we've done, you know, stuff for the VIP gift bags and stuff throughout the year. So we thought, you know, it's been a few years. Let's take a shot and do a table, and it's been working out great so far this week. I think it's cool how they let you open up because the vendor next to you didn't
1: show up or something like that, so they just let you double up on your Oh, space. yeah, we
2: got a uh, we paid for one table and ended up getting two spaces out of it, so it couldn't have worked out better because we have a lot cool. of stuff to sell.
1: I have a lot of people that ask me to ask you if it's all a dream is everything through Dark Clown Studios, all the stories you mean,
2: is it all in your mind? Yeah, is well, is it,
1: is it all you know, kind of like um, um, was it haunted? Uh, well, whatever that show is on TV, I, I, my, my brain is half asleep, but is it all a, a dream? Like, all the stories that are inside the, the, the comic series. You know, put it
2: this way, it's, the reason why we call it It's All In Your Mind, because the character, some of the characters are real and some of them aren't. You'll just have to read the series to guess which ones are, are, Ooh, are actually like real that. and which ones are in your mind.
1: I see a lot of stuff you have here, um, I'm going to be talking to Billy Pond here pretty soon. You got Billy Pond's artwork on some of these. Um, I see Dollboy here. I've got *Circus of the Dead* on some of them. Um, But the poster that everybody really wants has got that *Circus of the Dead* logo on it. But you're not doing that one.
2: No, we can't do. We can do the print itself, but it can't have the logo on it. And a lot of the requests we've had, we the print we did last year for Texas Primary Weekend had popcorn from *Circus of the Dead* and Sex Head from Rob Zombies. 31. Right. But we had the logo on it with the Texas Chainsaw Fr- or the Texas Frightmare Weekend logo on it, but we can't sell it because right. of copyright. But we are going to make a print of it without the logos on it for people and to buy. The reason why I bring it up is
1: because there's so many people that want to do something, but they don't do their homework and they they end up getting sued or something. So it's important to to know what you're doing when you go into, especially at the scale that
2: you're at, Right. you know, the artwork. Well, what we've learned over the years is you can use a character but you can't copy somebody else's artwork of that character and you can't put the movie's logo or the character's name on your print. If you don't do that, they look at it as fan art. You can sell it that way. Now, some of these vendors I see with like t-shirts with the actual name and stuff on them, I have no idea how Get how away do they with do it. that? Because they have probably 150 copyrights they would have to pay for, and I don't know how they get away with it. How do they it. afford that? Exactly. Or they don't afford it, like me. They just steal everything. Yeah, so we just play it safe, and we see, you can see it like our Creature from the Black Lagoon print. Yeah. You can tell what it is, but we don't have its name on it or anything like that, right. so we're allowed to sell it and Very be safe smart. with it. Very smart. But so, people can identify with it. They know who it is by looking at it without having to put the name on it. So we're good.
1: How much time do you put into your pieces?
2: It all depends. Um, some of them I can knock out in a week. Some of them might take longer as you can see some of the you know the collages we do like the Texas chainsaw massacre one, right. you know, there's a lot of detail in it, but some of them, you know, if I have an idea in my head, I just go for that idea and I could probably knock one out in a week's time. Okay. So,
1: and do people commission you? Can you be commissioned? Yeah, I can be commissioned. We, we've
2: only done one commission piece the Silent Hill one which you know we commission a piece we talk we, the uh, buyer gets the original piece and then I'll ask them hey can I turn that into a print and they're okay with it because you know they got the original piece right. so Yeah, right. we can do that but yeah we're, we're up for commissions and stuff so. I want to do a
1: Zombie Life podcast piece. Me and Red and Kara and just standing there doing our thing, but with your style, because it's amazing.
2: Yeah, we can easily do that for you. Easily. It's it's, it's
1: really, really nice. Um, Okay, so before I move on, tell me something that scared you to death as a child that made you want to do what you're doing right now. Uh, Something real. Not a movie that you've seen, but something that
2: really, really scared you. um, I honestly, as a kid growing up, I just hated like just hearing noises in the middle of the night like and not knowing where they came from. Because you don't know, when you're a kid, you don't know who's making the noise or what's making the noise or where it's at or where it's coming from. Oh, I just remember just laying in bed some nights just hearing noises, and everybody's supposed to be asleep or not at home. So, And in my mind, it's like, who's making that noise or where is it coming from or how close is it? And that's right. what scared me as a kid. Right. So,
1: Did you think that it was going to explode to what it is right now when you started doing this kind of artwork?
2: No, I mean, it started out as just something in my head that i just wanted to get out and do and see what would happen you know we're progressing more and more i'm not exactly where i want to be right now but because i would like to be doing this full-time because i still have a full-time job and raising a son but you know i do have a lot of support from people and i guess just keep banging out these shows like this and get get the name out there and and i do have one cool thing to say that was the pinnacle of, of doing this so far i was waiting for this I did a uh, George A. Romero tribute comic for Texas Frightmare Weekend. His last appearance, convention appearance, He signed. we only get made like five or six of them. He signed them for us. I gave him a couple. Uh, a couple came by on Saturday. And... Yeah, I that's had cool. one for sale with his signature on it, and they had me sign it, and I was making sure they wanted me to sign under his name because it's George A. Romero, Yeah. and they were like, yeah, you did the comic, so that's the biggest achievement so far is being able to cool. sign my name underneath George A. Romero's signature. How did you signature. get
1: Romero's signature in the first place?
2: We just did those. He's. I've always loved him as a person and as a, what he did for the genre. And we just, I just decided one year to just make a couple tribute comics to him because you know he was getting older. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying I was a doomsayer, but like, oh, he's going to die soon. But you know, you could see it in the last few shows. Right. So. I just decided, you know what, I'm going to do a little Night of the Living Dead tribute comic for, you know, and just give them to him as a, something of the as appreciation from a fan of what he's done for us and, you know, all the things he's done for everybody. And I just gave him to him one time at Texas Primary Weekend, and he didn't charge me to sign them. He loved them. He was flipping through it at the table, and he signed all the copies wow. for me, and he got a, I got a picture with him and everything. and. And what was really neat about it is the person in front of me wanted to video him signing something. And he said, no, no videos. So I thought, oh, shit, he's not going to want to take a picture of me looking through it. And when I showed him to him, I just said, hey, can I get a picture of you like we're looking through it? You know, he's like, of course, of course. And that just tells you what kind of person he is. And, you know, he he wanted to protect his brand, too. But I think when he saw a fan's appreciation, like genuine, he Mm. really respected that. And that's why I think he took the pictures with me and stuff and signed them for free. Man, that's a bucket list. Yeah, it it is. And having actually my signature underneath his on on something I did is just incredible. And
1: you have that, or did you end up selling somebody bought that?
2: No, I still have one signed for myself, Mm -hmm. but somebody ended up buying that and that's the one they wanted me to sign under right. his name like right. me i don't know i would have just said no I'll just leave it because it's george a. romero but yeah. they wanted me to sign under his name so of course i had to wow, take a picture man. of it so mm-hmm. framed and on the wall period. I, ha- I have something with my name underneath george romero's signature that's a, so. that's an accomplishment well i yeah. see you got people coming in man
1: thank you so yeah. much for talking to me and, and uh, all the best brother all
2: right thank, thank you. you so
1: much that was a good one
0: Listening to the Zombie Life
1: Podcast. Alright. Well, Billy Pond, Circus of the Dead, Texas Frightmare Weekend 2018. What the
3: hell, man? How's it been? It's Sunday, man. I'm like dragging big time. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I think she's here for you, not for me.
1: I'm I'm gonna be do you wanna do your thing? No, they're alright. Y'all okay. hang out, we're gonna do a podcast.
3: Y'all hang out, okay?
1: Alright. Um, <clears throat> I got Brenda Dickerson calling me right now. I just hung up on her. I feel bad. Oh. So, Circus of the Dead, Texas Mirror Weekend, uh, the Billy Pond name is everywhere, dude. I see these movies. I seen it in like by a Glory Hole, yeah, in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, it's obviously doing really well. I
3: see the movies all over the floor. The posters are everywhere, and um, I'm happy for you, man. Man, I, we're trying. You know, for an indie movie, you got to climb that mountain. You know, it ain't no mobile yeah. like the Avengers. You know, when when the indie film comes out, it takes you four or five years to get your steam rolling. Yeah, it, it does. Just want what you know. I think Stephen Girard was looking for you. Okay, I'm gonna go see him. I'll go see him.
0: He's like, I think in the
3: same room. Okay,
0: trust
3: All right. Okay, buddy, I'll check him out. Stephen, say hi on the podcast. We're doing a hey, podcast.
1: How are you, Eric? <laughs>
3: You want to plug something? Uh, I'm okay. No, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I'm not sure what to plug. Besides, all a friend friends like me. Oh. You uh, know, <laughs> Brian should be pissed. Oh, okay, okay.
1: He likes all the people in the Circus of the Dead. Yes, they're all
3: like uh, superstars now. Well, kind of crazy. Yeah, they're they're welcome. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well,
1: where where did you, where did you get it from? I'm assuming you are at home one night. You're thinking, looking at the ceiling fan and. Circus of the Dead, where would it come from? Well, Circus
3: of the Dead come from, uh, I do haunted houses and we did a, uh, everybody said they're scared of clowns, so we started a, you know, Circus of the Dead murder maze haunted house. So just sitting up there and making these backstories for the characters in the haunted house is where the idea come from for the movie. Okay.
1: And then you started making the characters on a drawing board or like how did it
3: happen? Yeah, we, we did that We because, uh, you know, to come up with something from scratch that hasn't been done yet, it was pretty tough. So, I mean, but then, you know, whatever you draw them out, like the little fashion plate, like the Barbie doll, right, you know, right, right, dolls right, right. Or whatever. Well, but then we ended you, up locking uh, certain things. But then when you get the actual characters, certain things don't fit them and stuff like that. Right. Like the Bill Oberst <laughs> Jr., what design we drew for him didn't end up being it. So it's like when we got him here in person, we kind of fixed it up and it ended up being magic, or lightning in a bottle, so to speak. You know I think is wild is how
1: controversial the film has become. Mm-hmm. Um, the storyline, the blood, the gore. Um, how do you feel about like friends and family? Have you have you had any backlash from something so uh, impactful to the indie scene?
3: No, I mean it's it's I still stand behind it. I don't think it's the worst thing. It's like real life is worse than the horror movies, you know what I mean? People getting, you know, decapitated by Taliban or this Mexican cartels and stuff. You know, what I'm doing is fake and pretend it's just a made up story that we filmed, you know. Right. It's 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 clearly fake and stuff. So I don't worry about none of that. You know, we got a scene with the baby in there where baby gets, you know, splatted by a noodle dome, but uh I've seen a lot of people get up and walk out during that. You know what I mean? But really, it doesn't show anything. You just hear a sound effect if you think about it. But that's what Chainsaw did—the original Chainsaw Massacre when it came out. You know, it kind of—it didn't show anything, but people sure thought they saw something.
1: Yeah, and sometimes the audio is more haunting than than an actual uh, visual. Yep, bingo. Yeah, you're learning my film secrets now. The the music too, man. The music uh, builds and builds and builds inside this movie, and. it's almost tells its own story because yeah. you know
3: how did you get that score on your film? Well, the score we went with uh, Lauren Morris out of uh, Scorpion uh, Sound Design in Austin, yeah. and uh, I just she just asked what were you looking for and what do you think, and then she brought some things and you know some good ideas and stuff like that, and we just try not to do too much calliope because everybody thought you know you know clowns calliope. so I told her I said I, we just want something a little bit different, and something right. you know. Something more real and more organic, and not so much, uh, you know, campy. Dun 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 dun. dun right. Dun, you know. So, right. Yeah.
1: So about the uh, <clears throat> the theories and the people whispering behind uh, closed doors about a circus of the dead. Um, genre opening up to where there's going to be several, several films and several comic books being created. Is that is that true? Because I'm, I'm yeah, hearing yeah. that it's like a big, big thing. People are opening their it's, own. It's
3: totally true. Uh, when I started this, you know, I didn't, you know, you can make a movie. I didn't know if it was going to make me a million dollars or one dollar. Well, it's made one dollar. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so it just takes a little bit more time to do that. But, uh, I think there's a time and place for it. Um, when I first came out here my first year to sell Dollboy, right. nobody's heard of it yet. It's just screened one time, and I couldn't sell two copies. Well, we sold out like 100 copies this weekend of Dollboy because I think it just takes, for indie. it just takes that rumor mill to start or people to start talking and chatting about it. It just takes a little bit of time. So I think by the time you know I get the comic books ready next year or whatever, then then it'll be ready to sell out. But if okay. I put them out now, it's like, yeah, okay, there's you know, 50, 60 uh, hardcore fans. Right. But, uh, you know, I probably sell two or three copies. Right. Well, I mean, the rumors are true then. You have other things going with uh, Search of the Dead and maybe even Dollboy. But... What's the next secret for Billy Pond? Well, the next secret is I'm going to put everything I got into my next movie, Cowboys from Hell. And that's got uh, Brad Potts starring in it. And he was in Circus of the Dead, played the sheriff. You remember him? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty spectacular, to say the least. But uh, we're going to do that as kind of a passion project we started talking about when we were making circus. Like, hey, let's get together and make a, a cowboy movie that's just a really good horror movie. Right. And that's what we're going to do next. It's kind of like the... The Exorcist meets uh, Evil Dead meets True Grit. Oh, wow, man. So is, is Brad Potts going to be the lead? Yes, Brad Potts is. But we're still going after Paris Randall will be in there. And, of course, uh, Bill Oberst, I believe, is going to okay. come back, too.
1: Are you filming that in
3: uh, Austin? In Texas. Probably uh, in Alpine, Texas is what Alpine? I'm looking for. Yeah, okay. Marfa, Alpine.
1: Well, anything that we can do, anything that we can do to promote, just let us
3: know. I'm going to let you get back to doing your thing um, because there's still people flooding in from upstairs. It but it's Sunday. Compared to Friday and Saturday, it's going to be a sl- lower day so that's good we need it after late last night so yeah yeah did you do karaoke no you know we, we went in there to do karaoke it's been shut down they said they had 150 people they weren't taking any more people oh man i missed out too and it was all like tone deaf people so it's like they need <laughs> to have an audition to do karaoke next yeah time, i think exactly well um i appreciate everything you're doing for the show no, thank man. you for stopping by man i appreciate everything
1: and and uh i want you to just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and i'll keep pushing for you man thank you so much thank you brother This is right. Okay, we're at Texas Frightmare, 2018 Zombie Life Podcast, uh, and I've been walking around with Brenda for almost three days now, and um, tell me some people that you've met
4: so far. Um, actually, this year, I'm, I just re-meet all my, uh, I've got like a whole family of people. I only see them this one time a year, because they come from, like in the last couple of weeks, they've had a, my friend Lacey from Arizona. And Rachel from Oklahoma, I oh, know from yeah Arizona and Oklahoma, and another friend from Minnesota. And they always, well, we look forward to seeing each other. You know, we're not going to hang out at each other's house, right. but they're they've been coming for years too. We've taken pictures together, some of them six or seven years in a row, and, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> that's really been one of the highlights because actually I've come so long. Most of the people here that I would have wanted to as far as celebrities that I would've wanted to meet, I've already met them. Right. I wasn't gonna pay for someone I already have pictures and autographs with. Exactly. Well,
1: the celebrities in my life right now are are the friends, man, and walking around with you
4: uh,
1: with the pink hair and the stilettos and and the fishnet stockings and stuff, um, people want, people are so drawn to you, man. Uh, And I just think that it's awesome, but the people that you told me about, that want to talk to us for the show, <clears throat> I think it's pretty cool, man. This, I kind of feel home with these people, but how long does it take you to get ready in the morning?
4: Uh, today, how long did it take? Today, about an hour. An hour. And I had, I had that outfit, I had everything picked out last night as far as what I'm gonna wear, so that doesn't take long. But uh, my cousin Allison, the 15-year-old. I'm starting to get the next generation up here with me. That was one of the highlights for me. That her parents, my cousin, that brought her up here and left her with me for the weekend. Wow! Because she wanted to come so bad, and him and his wife, they don't care a thing about it. And they've brought her a couple of times, but she yeah, got I'm here yesterday. Sure,
5: you guys are late. It's already full. Cool. And what we, you doing,
4: we immediately went and got a... The werewolf scars together. Yeah, that's like uh, that's three times now we've we've done that. She gets here and we go. We immediately go get scars. How many is this for you? This is two for me. uh, It's either seven or eight. I was trying to think back, but I mean it's been a while. How long have you? How many times have you come as Brenda? Uh, The last three. Really? And before that, I was just kind of the outlaw. Punk, and I wore a couple of wigs, but I wouldn't. I didn't like to have a name for it. I just dressed right. up. I wasn't like telling people my name was Brenda, and I didn't have little Brenda cards. And come stuff. see what a slut she is. Cards right. to pass out to everybody. Did
1: you know? How long have I known you? Three years, almost yeah, two it's to, to three almost years? three. I've never seen Brent. I've only seen Brenda. Did you know that? I never no. have. I've only seen you as Brent. On Facebook going fishing or something like that. Yeah. And I scroll past because I don't
4: know who you are. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. wait, what? <clears throat> so it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I get that sometimes from Facebook friends when they see it. A, a lesbian couple that's a friend of mine. Actually, it's Danny Wynn. Yeah. She like told a girlfriend, What the hell is this on Brenda's page? And right. The girl goes, oh, That's him. <laughs> and she was like, Oh. Yeah. She never, she only sees me at a, Horror events. Mm-hmm. You know, we've every time she's seen me, I've been Brenda.
1: Tell me so, about, um, <clears throat> tell me about Bat City Scared
4: Rounds. Uh, uh, it's it's probably the most exciting thing in my life that we're fixing to. I'll be getting moved. I actually got to see the grounds like three or four weekends ago. You know, I mean, uh, they actually are getting to dig now. Steps going in. We're gonna hope to have the cabins out there soon, and uh, the goal is to be open for Halloween of 2020. But uh, but we're gonna we're gonna try to get a couple of things built where we could go ahead and have events even before that. Right. You no, know, not a full blown like what it's gonna be. To kind of prime. But, but we can have be. events and. Uh, one of the exciting things is he's getting us a van that's gonna be all painted up with we werewolves and bats and, and, and the Bat City, Bat City Square Grounds on it. it. Right. And some of us that are gonna be Do the regulars out there are gonna get, get decked out.
0: Really good writing. And
4: uh, I'm getting a yes. boa constrictor. <laughs> let me have a snake and some tarantulas. Yeah, and but he said, no, you, we're gonna get you decked out and everyone else and you get your boa constrictor. And we're gonna drive that van down Sixth Street and just jump out. and."
2: Kind That's of bum rush the
4: sidewalks with our T-shirts mm-hmm. and our cards mm-hmm. and our boar constrictor. Cool. And Tell we're me about gonna the start fire really breathing, pushing it.
1: Fire-breathing dragon.
4: Yeah, his a uh, friend coming. He lives at the place in Lubbock now, the Nightmare on 19th Street. Yeah. And he's actually an artist that works with metal. He welds and does shows. I mean, he travels around the country doing art shows with things he's built, and he's making us a big dragon to go over right where we'll be staying. And uh, and Corey, you know, told me he has a he has a pyrotechnic guy who's going to come down and run up run a tube or a pipe whatever they do for that. Yeah. And we'll be able to actually we're going to have a fire breathing dragon up above where it make it real easy for you to find me cuz I'm pretty sure I'm going to have the only <laughs> fire breathing dragon in the neighborhood. I can you not know.
1: you your life dude. I hope you have a journal. Are you documenting yeah. your life?
4: Oh, but I need to start, especially once I get moved out there. Yeah. I mean, no, there's a lot of video and and a lot of pictures. Yeah. And a lot of stories, (laughs) but I haven't actually, like, sat down and put it all together. You know, and I got a few DVDs out now.
3: Yeah.
4: And uh, I know Corey wants to work on that. He said, we're going to start doing, we're going to go ahead and start getting people decked out and doing stuff stuff, and getting people primed Mm -hmm. for when it opens.
1: Yeah, it's important. So... Well, I think the next Brenda Fest, people should dress up as Brenda. Can you imagine?
4: That'd be cool. Hundreds. I would love that. <laughs> hundred,
1: like six hundred, a thousand people show up as you. It'd <laughs> be so awesome. I don't know if I could walk straight in the shoes that you have, though, man. You got uh, some shoes on today. Used to it. Actually, these are my walk, only flat ones. We can't barely walk through here without people
4: stopping you about your boots, man. And those are yeah. the new ones. Now, these are my oldest pair. I actually, the house fire I had three years ago, this was the only thing that survived was these boots. Oh, really? The demonia boots were laying in the middle of the floor all wet, but they survived. But they survived. Wow. You can't kill All my clothes and everything were gone, but my my demonia boots were still there.
1: (laughs) That's cool. Well, let's keep walking
4: around. Um, I appreciate you,
1: man, I love you. Turns out phones are awesome now and they have
5: a, a, as
1: good a recording capability as my <laughs> mobile microphone. So, <clears throat> my Blackburn, Lyle Blackburn, um, I went and saw your film last night, Mothman, um, and it looks like you did a lot of the insve- investigations personally. Like you went and checked everything out uh, yourself, and uh, after doing everything, <clears throat> Do you still
5: believe in all of it? Well, I mean, you know, and, and I got to give credit to the team of Small Town Monster director Seth Breedlove. Um, you know, we've all kind of, over the years, been involved in some aspect of researching or investigating the Mothman case. And uh, the witnesses and, and a lot of the things that were uh, presented there are Or what's left, because it's a the case happened in the late you know 60s, and uh, a lot of the original witnesses are dead. So luckily, we had access to some old uh, voice interview recordings and footage, which really helped, and and you you were able to kind of get that first perspective of the witnesses. Um, In the end. The Mothman is much harder to conceptualize than, say, Bigfoot. I mean, it's easy to say, Exactly. You know, okay, well, it's simply a a, a primate that's been miraculously, you know, uh unproven or remained hidden so far but Mothman is an entity that's not as biologically explainable i mean yes it could be a a huge oversized bird of some sort but people described it as looking manlike or humanoid so you're like okay you know what what could that be and that that opens it up to other theories of the paranormal um, Yeah, and all that. that's what I was
1: gonna, like, as the film went, um, you st- it started covering, um, The Smiling Man and stuff, and then it went into things that gave me goosebumps, uh, when I watched the film, almost an Aztec Like way back into totem pole days and everything and I started really thinking about what what is the Mothman exactly Um, or if it's a man at all or if it's just um, part of our history on on planet earth but my brother who's also really into the Mothman and shared with me a theory that he doesn't know of any stories that the Mothman actually killed anybody but that maybe he's a fugitive and since there's a lot of um Alien um, activity that surrounds the Mothman. Like, whenever people see the Mothman, they also see UFOs and they, they have uh, different entities um, come to them. But he thinks maybe Mothman is a fugitive and this is where he hides every, I think it was every so hundred years that, that there's um, visitings fr- from this. And he thinks that that town that you went to, that, that the film was made, um, might be. Something else is going on there that draws these apparitions, these uh, entities there. I thought that was a pretty interesting theory um, that I hadn't heard before, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on that.
5: Yeah, that's one I haven't heard. You know, there's theories that range from, you know, just simply a cryptid kind of bird to. army experiments paratroopers um, right you know you hear all those but yeah this is a, that's an interesting one that you know adds a whole new i don't Kinda know little, thing I, to think I just, about
1: i was afraid to even bring it up because i'm like well this dude knows like a lot more about it than we do but he said i don't know he there's no real proof of it attacking anybody but it's there and it's almost um, witnessing us as we witness it, it you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but aliens there's clear documentation of aliens moving us out of the way and, and hurting us and taking us um, but the story of where the guy walks out of the house and the, the lights are circling each other and then the dog goes out and then the dog completely disappears yeah um <clears throat> I can see how um, a, a, an alien would take cows and dogs and humans and stuff like that. But since there's no story of the Mothman doing that, maybe he's uh, running from somebody. Maybe you know humans could help. Uh, facilitate other beings like that. Like maybe Bigfoot is the same way.
5: It's just a just a, a different thought that I wanted yeah. to pick your brain on. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's a that would make a good like fictional movie based on. It's that yours. It's, you got it. Take, cool. Run with
1: it and let me know where it goes so I can watch it because <laughs> so, the cinematography was so good. And was that your voice on the the voiceover for? Yeah, it? I do the
5: narration. So. Really good, man. How are you it's uh, doing it's you really know, good. I've gotten to where I really like doing that narration because I I, I I have appreciation for the spookiness and the the history of those cases, so it's cool to kind of carry the story through yeah. as the voice.
1: I like it. I do voiceovers all the time, and uh, I was
5: like, man, that's a big ass voice. <laughs> so I was like,
1: well, what kind of microphone is using? What was it edited on?
5: But it turned out really good, man. Yeah. Well, we use uh, Nomad Studios here in Dallas. I I, okay. I go to the good stuff because yeah. it's going to make me sound the best. Well done. It
1: was very big. Uh, uh, good, good, lo- 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 lots of bass, man. I appreciate yeah, yeah. that um, there's no way I could ask you all the stories that I have because I kind of want to break into your childhood and everything but I, I'd love to either come back to Dallas or have you next time you're in Austin or I can even call you on the phone to finish a, like a real interview sure, sure. but you're at Texas Frightmares and I'm a, like a big secret fan so I appreciate your time man. I'll let you get back to doing your thing but I just wanted to pick no, no, your so brain much. for a
5: minute yeah we can we can we can easily do a, a, an interview at a later date I wonderful wonderful
1: man I appreciate your time. Um Sunday seems to be a really good time to interview people. Okay, I'm here with the ultimate motherfucker Jerry. Matt Tolson and Jerry. I don't they, think I know your last name. You never told me his last name. He doesn't have one. He
0: doesn't need one.
1: You're just Jerry. Just, just Jerry. You should have t-shirts to say just Jerry. And then the back good idea. the back would have like a big middle finger. Just Jerry.
0: Just like that. But that's not his thing. It would be a big beer or something. You know, oh a beer? Thing. It would have to be an overflowing beer. okay. A big head. Because <laughs> you need a big head. Because it's <laughs> exactly. cornucopia overflow with. Yeah. <it>. yeah. <clears throat> so And nobody knows who the fuck Matt told. Says I am El Zambador. You are El
1: Zambador. But everybody needs that person. You see, back in the war. Back Just in the war. <laughs> Just playing. <clears throat> no, I'm glad you're here, and uh, I had the honor of picking you up from your hotel room, which is kind of nice, you know? It's close, yeah, and there's a, there's an AC and stuff. I didn't go upstairs, but I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, but <clears> throat> throat> for Texas Frightmare, it's hard to get
0: a room anywhere. Um, for the record, it was a quarter of the price that this place was, where the really? place is actually happening. Well, um, And we were abusing the hell out of the shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> really? Did y'all go home drunk yesterday? I haven't been drunk yet, but I've been pretty fired. You know, we just okay. drinking a beer all day. We Good. were just saying, I don't know how we're getting through the day without a beer. Pretty we most, didn't but cool. not drunk, Yeah, so no. Because well, our plan today is, as we leave, we're going to go get our rental car. Okay. And, and we're going to start taking off the little Okay.
1: Shit. Well, uh, da- Dallas is actually really cool, man. There's really cool things to do in Dallas. Um, <laughs> that's where I went. Don't worry about it.
0: This lady's dog just took a piss on the sidewalk. Um, <clears throat> but how did you like Texas Fright Mirror? It is bigger than any other convention I've been to. Um, I'd forgotten about something. This is like the fourth or fifth time I've been to Texas, and there's something I forgot about Texas. Everybody's nice in Texas. Everybody's there, nice. It, it isn't like you have to worry about anything happening. Everybody's going out of the way to help you. Right. And it's awesome. <laughs> Nobody's you know, fuck you one time since I've been. Well, here. I was I'm just not about to say that. that. It's kind of weird. Yes. I got in the car with my
1: brother yesterday, and I said, "I think I," you know, that what's his name, Matt Tolson I said, "Yeah, Matt Tolson." He goes, "I think he said fuck you to me." I said, "Yeah, but that's that's like saying I love you and like yes. a pat on the back. It's it is. it's part of the happiness." And he is he from the East Coast or something? Like, what, what's the deal? <laughs> like, just go with it. He's fine. He's not going to rip your face off yet. Well, maybe. Yet. <laughs> he not, said yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, fuck you means uh, happy day, how are you in a lot of places in the world. But Texas is pretty nonchalantly nice.
0: Yes, it's yeah, just crazy how nice
1: everybody is. Yeah. It's just freaky. But then, at the same time, if you cut somebody off, you are fucked.
0: There is, a, there is a soft white yes. underbelly until you step over the <laughs> you line, are and, and,
1: they will follow you home, get your license plate number, <laughs> bury your family. It, it's a long, drawn-out, torturous
0: death what for people saying, in Texas. What I'm also seeing too is uh, signage on doors about open carry laws. So right, Texas is definitely an open carry state, and it's like, be ready because it's here. Yeah, it's.
1: But see, it's always, it's always been like that, and then they, they adapted kind of signage to it, and, and, and every once in a while you see somebody carrying, I, I'm not, I'm all for it, whatever, Absolutely. but I'm not the kind of person that has to carry my gun on my side like that, I, then everybody knows what you have, Yes. you know, I don't want people to know what I have, if I told people that I walk around, or that I drive with like four machetes in my car, people would look at me differently. And after this show, maybe they will. <laughs> but I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. I just don't know if I need to broadcast it
0: like that. You know what I'm saying is, uh, we're in Texas, I'm sweating my ass off. You see that cubby hole over there? Yeah, are we it's going over you there? Yes. You
1: just it's called me a pussy. pussy for not liking um, gory movies.
0: Uh, well, he calls everybody yes. a pussy.
1: But that means you're, you like me though, right? If okay. you If you say that. Okay, if that's what you, that's okay. what you have okay. to do, sure. Well, yes. I mean, you if said... F- helps you sleep in that You too. said fuck <laughs> you to me like three times yesterday, and I never slept so good. Okay, cool.
0: Okay, I'm digging it. I'm digging okay, we're
1: in the shade now. It does yes, feel... we're not
0: going to stand in the middle of the street.
1: It does feel better, though. Yes.
0: It, it's, it's odd. Because I was eyeballing that spot over there thinking, huh, there's all kinds of spots around. Let's go someplace where it's shady, and, you know, I'm not sweating my ass off. Right. Because I can stand right here, lean against this wall, or whatever, we're good. At. So, um...
1: Evolution of the Apocalypse yes, sir. has gone through uh, a lot of metamorphosis. Yes. And uh, you always have something pr- pretty intelligent to say. Well, I wouldn't say a lot. Where's that. he going? Oh, he's going to the bench. Damn, yeah, there's a
0: fucking bench. We're getting better as we go on. Follow him. <laughs> Follow the lazy guy.
1: But the bench is slightly in the sunlight.
0: Yeah, well, that's okay. We can lean forward. Now
1: that I know that you guys are vampires.
0: Yes. Well, we sit out there in the sun, so you are
1: sit in the middle. Okay. Oh, man, this this feels good. Yes, yeah, All right. Fun. So
0: metamorphosis yeah, so, of the evolution.
1: Yes. How are you going to translate something like uh, Texas Frightmares to
0: uh, evolution of the apocalypse? It's not that easy. So, yeah, well, I've always just had a blunt way of speaking and stuff, so what I do is I just basically break it down the way I do it. You know what I mean? I just talk. so what happened. Right. Um, see, I can use the other cons that I've been to as my point of reference and go from there. Okay. Like, shoot it off. Like, the last one we went to, I told you, it was Monster Mania Con. I was at the one that, if you look it up, Monster Mania Con 38, Jerry, or was it 39? I don't remember. The last one, it was in Cherry Hill. Just
1: Jerry said, fuck you, man, I'm doing something over here. It was shut down. I'm
0: looking at porn, leave me alone. (laughs) The fire marshal shut it down because there was too many people there. Okay. So I have a point of reference to go what a bad con is and what a good con is. Okay. Well,
1: I would say that Fright Mirrors is a good con because of the people that it attracts. And, and most of the people, honestly, are from Texas. And Texas is pretty fucking dope, dude. It wasn't the place that i, I choose to end up. I'll probably end up somewhere in the mountains somewhere okay. um, with, with my family singing, you know, like watching Heidi movies on the weekend. That explains the <laughs> pussiness of the movies. Yes, yes. But there's nothing <laughs> wrong. That's the <laughs> fourth time, by the way. <laughs> That's the, there's nothing. You, you and your pussies and your fuck yous, man. I I personally like it and now that I know that it really means that you love me, I'm just gonna go with it. (laughs) Whatever I could gotta tell myself.
0: (laughs) Right. So if I destroy so now we have to put the explicit label on this podcast? I don't
1: believe in explicit labels. Um, well, I do. You don't I know just what heard the fuck off the bat.
0: Into by now, you got. A problem.
1: Okay. <laughs> I know. So tell me about your time here. What What are some of the things that uh, just kind of caught your eye and blew
0: your mind a little bit? So literally, what happened was, is we got here. We came in. We, we flew on the airplane. We got here. Took the shuttle over to the room. Um, got our bearings at the room. Figured out how to get here. Yes. Um. Yeah. Seriously, Jerry. We just hung out. Oh, we ate something. We got here. Uh, there's a restaurant across the street. Mexican so we, food. No, it was actually Denny's okay <laughs> it was quick and easy we <laughs> hadn't eaten all day so it's okay yeah. it's right there you, it settle. Yeah. you settle yeah it was there and it was easy not knowing where we were right um so we got got to the room got something to eat figured out the shuttle got here and basically been here ever since we got here in the morning let take the shuttle here take the shuttle home and we're done that was friday right saturday we got here took the shuttle here jerry bailed out a little bit earlier i hung out because there was an auction going on i had to stick around to see if i won the auction in the last half hour, I got bumped. It of course, you got bumped. It went from sixty dollars I was bidding on up to like ninety. Like three people. Wow. Up. It's, it wasn't all that. It was a picture wow. of. A, it was a picture I was trying to get for my kid in case he listens to it. Okay. Or, okay. or something like that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, and so i just took it back literally i had to take a nap because i wanted to see a movie at one, uh, 12 o'clock last night okay so i hit you up told you we were supposed to get ca- you saw me when i was leaving yes spotify. yeah um didn't catch up last night to do it so i came back watched the movie and finally put my head down at three o'clock last night wow took the shuttle here again this morning uh-huh. and we're planning on getting a rental car so we can do things so okay I will have to continue what I think of Texas to you later because... Well, Texas is t- too big. That's too broad. I, I'm uh, going to stick with... The next two with, days? Yes. I'm going to experience more okay. than just my little con bubble. Okay. Try not, not to cut about. anybody off. Okay.
1: And uh, and just wave. Like if somebody slows down to let you drive by, just wave. Because Texas communication is mostly done on the street. Okay. You know, businesses are businesses. But when you pass people on the sidewalk, it's always nod your head, or you don't have to do the weird little thumbs up thing. But there's this unsaid thing that keeps the Texas spirit alive. Okay. Um, but for the most part, we're really pretty um, evil. Okay. And, uh, and, and, and your death is diabolical. It's not like I'm going to get a gun and kill you. I'm, it's, it's more like I'm going to get a gun and then carve my initials into the bullet and then systematically figure out some way to get rid of your heritage and then come to you. Ah. Okay. It's, 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 Texas is weird that way, though, man. So it's very planned out. Methodical. It's very planned out methodical. Every once in a while, you have like a random uh, act of violence. But then, you know, the news passes over it and they go on to, you know, real crime. Okay. You know, stuff like, like you do. Yeah, I, I, okay. <laughs> the way that you offend people and, and, and make them go home wondering if you like them or not. Because fuck you is, is so in your face but lovely at the same time. Well, I come to find out. the. It's like it's- watching a nude version of Alice in Wonderland. They have that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <Ultra> <laughs> no. dramatic,
0: Skinemax, like
1: back in the day. Yes. I have seen Dallas that. Dallas Green herself <laughs> yeah, right next yeah. to Right, right. Wonderful. Jerry's shaking
0: his head. And he knows. He's, <laughs> he's got, watching it right now. He's got it. He's got the VHS version.
1: <laughs> Don't let him kid you. So he's OJ. The movie that you saw last night. What was it called? I went to go see The Song of Solomon. The Song of Solomon. Now I talked to you. You loved it. I talked to Brenda, um, who is a, a walking cartoon. Uh, admittedly, just an incredible, incredible person. Yes, but was over the top for Brenda and she explained it to me and I was like, I don't know if
0: I can watch somebody vomit their guts out so and then I don't eat wanna, them I don't wanna get into too much of it because okay. I want it to be for everybody, but for me see, um I, I find well if you've listened to me at all, you know who I am. Yes. I'm six foot seven, I weigh a lot, I have a deep voice like this. I'm a very Imposing figure. Yes. So I've embraced that I am loud. I'm boisterous and I'm in your face, right? The problem most people have with me is I don't I don't sugarcoat shit, right? I just go straight. I have a question. I'm going straight for it yes. Offends people because I don't sure sh- I don't write in around it <laughs> So to me, that's what this movie is I've gotten to the point now with my movies that I don't watch the Friday the 13th, you know, they're t- everybody's talking now about what um you know um, uh, The silent movie okay uh, uh, the, the the one with the. What, the new Nosferatu that's coming out? No, there's one that's uh, Dead Silence or whatever it is. Okay, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. A good yeah, yeah. movie, mainstream movie. I usually don't watch those. Okay. I'm more, you want the indie, you yes. want the gore. Okay. And I am so far beyond, I'm way out there. I like way gory. I want people's insides on their outside. You're very just violently. this
1: side of snuff
0: film. Yes. Phantasm. I, and practical effects Teeter's are the way to go. The dude. Line. Teeter's on the line. Teeter's yeah. on the line. I like practical effects too, which okay. is another big thing. Okay. So that's what this was. Practical effects in your face it the way the director described it to me yeah is that it is the exorcist mixed with the evil dead yeah is it really is it like the filmography that is, is it, a re- really good way of putting it it okay. doesn't have the same nobody's got that flair the way Sam Raimi does right of course he's just got that way of doing it and it's not that but it is kind of the practical gore it's yeah. the same thing with an exorcism. I'm
1: thinking of Sam Raimi, I, mean, I almost sort of started crying whenever Bruce Campbell came out and said that he's not going to do it anymore. I'm very... Yeah, well, I was happy that... Why would, would you do that? But they wouldn't have done it if they didn't do... At the pinnacle of your career, Ash vs. Evil Dead, that's like... It's not like nobody wasn't watching it. I think he's just tired and wants to move
0: no, on. No, the problem really is... They canceled the show. They canceled I know, it. but why would they do that? Because stars is a little microcosm, and they're, they're blaming... Uh, illegal downloading for doing it. It's like, welcome to it. Remember what happened with Napster? Yeah. The the music industry had the opportunity to nip it in the bud. What they did is said, fuck you. We're gonna shut Napster down instead of doing what they should have done, which was lower DVD prices. They had the opportunity. They kept DVDs at that $15, $20 mark, and it destroyed them. Yeah. The movie industry has the opportunity right now to do something. Lower your prices rapidly. I'm still practical. I wanna own a DVD. Okay. I, well, the only thing I collect now is horror movies, but I want a hard copy. I'm still a DVD. I don't even have right. Blu-ray. Right. I want to own a copy of it. I'm old. I want I a signed copy of Billy Pond's Circus of the Dead, oh, yeah. man. What it says, uh, Eddie, never frowned fuck a clown. Oh, see, there's that fuck <laughs> word again. Mine right. says, uh, smells like slut. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it tastes like slug. Oh, and you my got, and God. I'm looking, you got DVD. I got the DVD, because so, I like DVDs. So, and I'm telling you, the movie industry better figure out what they're doing quickly because they're going to lose the battle as well. Because right now, any movie in the world, you can go download right now and watch for free. Yeah. But the thing is, man, is is that's the future. And whether
1: we want to accept it or not, DVDs are going away, yes. just like VHS, just like cassette, just all that went away, just like DAT did, just like everything else before that. Like CDs did. Just like CDs did. And for a little while while they toyed with having a little teeny tiny cd versus a gigantic one but in some industries in some neighborhoods the tape the cassette is coming back yes
0: oh, it's know, underground the it's L- one away for the that. lp
1: yeah. is coming back people are going into uh, record releases and stuff mm-hmm. like that but in the future of human mankind everything is going to be instantaneously downloaded to a pair of glasses or to your hand it's or gonna be to some barcode it's going to be in your hand eventually yes. dude you know i mean and i i should be able to point at a wall and watch circus of the dead from my, from my my fingernail, yes. which has an LED strip on it that pro- broadcasts a, a projection of some sort, but that's whether we want to admit what the future is or not. We are in Jetson times. Yes. What do you think is going to happen to horror when when that happens? Do you think um, it's going to get better, or do you think that it's going to get too? cgi'd
0: and are they going to get rid of practical effects altogether? so what what i think is happening it depends on the budget on the film um if there's a big budget they usually go cgi it also depends on what you're doing if you want to cut somebody's like there's a uh, a limb breaking scene in it and it's practical you can see it happening in last night's film yes okay um so there's limb breaking and it's practical you can tell the crunch the sound it's all there well cgi and stuff i can't even think of it um did you ever see a movie called midnight meat train Yeah. Really good scene. Um, Ted Raimi, Sam's brother, gets hit in the head with a sledgehammer. And his eye pops out. Awesome scene, but you can tell it's CGI. Right. I'm sorry, that intimacy. It doesn't translate the same. The intimacy of practical is the way it is. Right. Um, It's a lost art. I love it when films still do that. So what do I think is going to happen? If you and I are in our backyard making a movie, we're doing practical because that's what we can afford. We can't afford CGI. Right. So CGI, if you get a movie that's got a little bit of both, it's awesome. This is what this is what I think the future. I can't stand this. What I think the future
1: of film is going to be. Now this is way outside the box, mm-hmm. but it's a dream that I had. <clears throat> so um, I've recorded most of my dreams down, right about them. That's where Frequency came from. Okay. So in the future of horror movies or movies in general, I believe that people's uh, psyche. Is going to be able to be translated in movie form for people to buy. So if I see a horror movie in my in my mind, an idea, a concept of a horror movie, let's say okay. it's, it's Bigfoot versus uh, Freddy Krueger. Okay. Okay. In my mind, I see that, and I see every scene. And as people's uh, as people watch my film, what their idea of what they think is going to happen will be able to be translated from my imagination and they'll be able to view that. Now, I know that that's huh. kind of a weird concept, but... But they've movies and stuff like
0: that, like you're actually downloading yes. people's imagery and stuff, so So it could absolutely... It, after, where's my fucking flying car
1: first? We're so deep into AI right now, there's no way that um, something like that couldn't happen. If we could download people's thoughts and uh, dreams here pretty soon, we'll be able to see that. And it sounds Star Trek, but I don't know. Like I said, where's my flying car first?
0: Yeah. My car doesn't fly. Um, You know, where is... We're um, going um, to Mars, though. I'm sorry, why? We don't even know what's in the ocean yet. To us... If it's
1: really happening or if it's not, it doesn't even matter. I like that I get to read about it. Absolutely.
0: Well, I'm sorry to say this in Texas because I'm about to say something very sacrilegious. Oh my God, you Um, talk about Mexican food, we're over. No, I'm gonna talk about oil. oil. Why is it that we haven't got cars that can get 60 miles to the gallon and all that You know, using corn oil and all that stuff? You know why? Because there's no money in it. Well, there's tons of money in it. No, not for that because oil companies run the world. I know, and they
1: want us to still use the products that use oil. Like whenever we want to go buy, I I work at a machine shop. Mm -hmm. Whenever we want to buy aluminum or metal, like that, if we want to buy it inside America, that's okay, but we have to pay a whole lot more money. Yes. Even if we want to buy it inside of America, there's a lot of places over, like China owns some of the foundries that are here in America, and we still have to pay that
0: extra. That's why all the taxes are going up. Because we let them buy it. We let them buy it. We didn't keep it it. here. We let them buy it. But that's the, why. See, there's no, we're, you're talking about this thing, the skipjack thing or yes. whatever. The plug and play thing. Dude, that's awesome. But we can't even take care of what we got. Let's take care of those things first. Yeah. Make gas affordable. Dude, why do we still have people starving and we're going to Mars? Dude, do you know how much money it costs to put that stupid SpaceX into the <coughs> sky? Well, dude, I think it's awesome. I think that was incredible. The band, it landed like a, an RC car, yes. Incredible. Do you know how much money they wasted on that? When there's people down the street from there that are starving. They can't yes. Kids can't eat, dude. And we're wasting all that money I'm on that. I'm not saying that.
1: They, Let's take care of home first. We should really worry
0: about that shit. We should, but
1: there's arc meetings. Do you know what an arc meeting is? An arc meeting is like Noah's Ark, yes. right? So they pull everybody into this room and say, "This is what's going to happen in the future." What do you think
0: is going to, to happen in the future?
1: Well. Projected. What they project, so there's futurists that get paid millions of dollars a year. That, that's the title of their job called a futurist. Mm-hmm. And they project what's going to happen based on an algorithm of numbers and studies and science meetings and stuff like that to decide what's going to happen in the future. According to those meetings, whatever the outcome is, they give us pilot programs to attack. So one of those pilot programs is to go to Mars. We might have to go to Mars one day because we're going to run out of room on planet Earth or we're going to kill each other. Yeah, which or is, both. Or, or birth, both, yeah. Or we're going to run out of water. So we have to figure out some kind of pilot program. Where can we get water from? Oh, well, it turns out we can make water from thin air. And there's like little water fountains now that you can buy that literally takes air ions of air and creates water out of it. Now, that, that whole company is a pilot program for like Tesla, so yeah, they absolutely. can so they can water the world's uh, uh, people, but for things like what I do, and what you do, like with horror and everything, I'm waiting for the next big thing to uh, to take over. Because phones, they're getting kind of boring now. It doesn't matter what new phone you buy, they're all, pretty, all the they're all badass. Thing. It doesn't matter what game console you buy, they're all fucking awesome. Um, same with laptops and computers, but for movies, I'm interested to see what's past VR, and I think that there's people that think about that. So I'm Absolutely. a little concerned, like like with FCC guidelines. You and I in the near future are going to have a hard time passing our podcasts on because there's all these restrictions. And if you don't have enough hits right now, just like a just like a uh, um, what's that show called Dark something on Netflix. Uh, if you don't have enough hits or downloads or views or yeah. followers or whatever okay. then you're not going to be let into this new system uh, this new system
0: the new club the new club but um, you know what will be the cool thing is is it'll still be an underground club no matter what you do there's always ways around it that's true you know what i mean so just remember no matter how much somebody tries to push right there's always a way around it yeah always i was talking
1: to my wife about it the other night um as bad as things might get or as good as they might get whatever um, there's going to be a renaissance of people that come out and decide to do it their own way, whether it Absolutely. be government or
0: education or politics or whatever. Um, Homeschooling, for instance. You yeah. know I mean? People don't like the system. They do that, so... I, there's always going to be that underground. Remember, if there is a choice between yes and no, yeah. there'll be people on both sides of it, no matter what. That's right. No matter what, there's How always an underground. How did we talk? We went all the
1: way from you saying "fuck you" to me and calling me oh, a pussy.
0: Oh, so let's to, uh, so okay. let's go someplace else because we okay. got all deep and chipped out. Let's have okay. some fun. When's your next book coming out? When's book three? Is <laughs> a lot it being of, worked uh, on? Yes. I, I don't care. Don't a lot of you? a lot of people are asking me about that. I don't give a fuck about other people. I'm asking you. Right <laughs> I now, know. Okay. Fuck. 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 <laughs> a lot of people want I to know that. I don't give a fuck. Answer the fucking question.
1: It is coming out. Okay, you working on it already? Yes, it's 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 I'd say three quarters of the way. Awesome done. okay. Now the thing with book three versus one and two mm-hmm. is it's it's fully interactive. So I have to get new licensing from Amazon and I have to do certain things because like in the book, uh, you team up with people in 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 real in real time. So you can choose what faction you want to go to okay. while you're reading it. Okay? okay. And depending on what story you choose to follow, it's not a which way book, it's written differently. So right now, um, some of the concept of the book is, and I hope to God nobody steals it, but let's say that you're with a survivor's team. Okay. okay. You go into a ramshacked house and you find a backpack. Inside the backpack is some notes and stuff like that, and you want to know what the notes are. Yes or no? So. You scan with your phone a QR code that's on the notes that you find in the backpack with the survivors group and it opens you to a website that brings you to a person's uh, profile with a picture like Sean Freeman. He's got his own picture profile in there as like a good guy before he turns into the bad guy. And it talks about all the backstory and the history of book one and book two in real time as a reader. Awesome, okay. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, and Amazon hasn't done that yet. I broke the mold whenever I did um, uh, frequency uh, uh, alpha because they hadn't had um, that much interaction with... uh, people becoming the characters, the heroes, or the villains uh, inside a story that's being written in real time off Twitter. So I had to, you have to go through all this policy and make sure that people um, are okay with... Like the first, first person that I killed off and... and I'm nodding. I'm sorry. I keep no, pretending. you're fine. No, no.
0: It doesn't translate on... I, I tell that to people all the time in the interview nodding your head okay. and, and doing that stuff yes I'm with you dude it's I'm hard it's hard to describe okay. but okay, so. since
1: it's written in real time really cool. and it's very political um, it's hard because everything is so interesting now you know, you got somebody in office that literally does something every day, and for the
0: people that do or don't like him, it's completely irrelevant okay, to you. Okay, so you're, you're getting off. So I do have a question. So that's yeah, like a neat idea. Ahead. So, right yes. now, um, thinking about that, so are you going to, if I buy the book yes. and you have the codes, right. so you're going to go to someplace else, are you going to be able to update that other place so every time I read the book, it'll be slightly different Well, to follow the same path, or is it going to be cut and dry? Just out of curiosity. It's, it's,
1: it's not going to be cut and dry because it depends on what, there's probably only certain. Certain amount of scenarios that you can go through inside the book, but you can click on anybody's
0: QR code. But are you going to change? Are the scenarios going to change? So if I read the book again and do the exact same thing, will it be slightly different? I can don't, you update that? I don't know how to do that yet. Okay, cool. Just I don't, I don't even know if technology is there to do it that yet. be awesome. Or if you come out with the second edition, it's like, look, still oh, use your thing. Give me five. Okay. bucks You get the expansion. packet change a little bit. Well, what what happened is um,
1: there's there's some people that are being introduced very late inside the story, and a lot of I fucking, didn't do what I was supposed to, so uh, I never got included. Well. Uh, a lot of people die, okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that are heavy hitters inside the story, they die fair and square. Even some people that you might really know.
0: So <clears throat> you know they're all fictional. It's okay. I don't care. Kill them all. We well, I mean, fight one brother. What Kill I them say. all. That's what I say. Fuck them. I think I, I I'm think not in that it. So mother had a motherfucker. Because
1: the end of the third. <laughs> Jesus, because Jesus. the end of the third book. There's been new characters introduced, okay. and it's it's already spawned a fourth book. So I'm dabbling, wow, you're already with, working on that too. Well, it's it's more of a new story okay. with characters that carry over. Okay. You know, so it's not so much going to be the frequency um, a- addition. It's going to be within the universe, though. Yes, yes. And the frequency ends when when frequency, just like when you tune a guitar, there's a frequency, yes. and that's what I base all life off of. Okay. But everything, everybody getting pissed off. That's why I don't believe in guilt. Stress pain agony. I don't believe in any of that stuff. I just believe in entertainment whether you are or you're not and So but, it, but it's a frequency you can change the frequency and make somebody throw up or you can make somebody want to go Give somebody a hug. It depends on what you're tuned into. And yeah, that's what job. the whole series is is about but in the end of the third book, you know, there's a different frequency that gets introduced, and a lot of fucking people die, man. Awesome, cool. Well, <clears throat> cool. right. you know, I mean, it's it's a
0: book. It is what it is. So, you know, you got to make. I'm glad th- you asked me about it. Absolutely, why wouldn't I? It's your thing. Okay, so and also, what's next? What's uh. What's next on the uh, rotten agenda? Well, so zombie life still moving on.
1: The zombie life is moving on. We got
0: since we got kicked
1: out of the studio um, from the TV show. That's literally the best thing that's ever happened to us. It took us a long time to figure out how to do that. Okay, because, to get kicked out of the studio? Yes, because it was planned. Like okay. we primed that to happen. We okay. told them that's what was going to happen on live TV before the producers knew it was going to happen. We said. We we're not gonna do TV anymore. This is our last episode to prime the audience to see how they would react. <clears throat> okay? So after we did that two or three times, the producers like, we don't know what's going to happen anyways, and we ended up pushing every envelope that we had to per our contract to get kicked off. Okay. So we did that systematically, it was well thought out. We did that, it was a campaign that we pushed for six months, almost seven months, finally got kicked out, but doing that Um, open the doors to all the different bars because as you prime a show like that everybody starts paying attention Mm -hmm. oh they're getting kicked off tv it's the number one most highest rated show in austin public access history besides alex jones how are they not like why would they do that so we're able to hit more places and visit more talent and to get more people on the show to tell their story absolutely by going to them and not having the whole world come to that one little studio okay because we were breaking fire code every week you know it's not <laughs> no. fair and and i'm a safety guy at my job okay and so i i knew that what we were doing is wrong and it's not safe and i don't want anybody to get hurt but doing what we do now man is, is why we're at texas fright mirror and uh turns out this time everybody else had to work and back out but i planned way ahead and got the days off that were required to fucking be here
0: <laughs> you know but just like you did just like yeah. you did So As soon as I found out I was coming, I hit you up because I know you're down here.
1: The Army is growing, though, man. Um, The the, um, the Zombie Fight Club is growing. Our airsoft field at Mission Airsoft is growing, man. Um, uh, Do you know how big your Army is? You got a number? Not not globally. Not globally, but since when people come to join uh, the field, the field's team is called the Zombie Fight Club and we have between 50 and 60 new faces weekly that show up so i'd say i don't know 60 to 150 people a month are joining the zombie fight club nice and uh just by showing up and playing you get your membership and that's the way to get the word out there not everybody is uh down with this kind of content because we drop f bombs and we're real people, we're adults. We're not kids. We're not Just catering. We're not catering I'm not to children. About children. I'm
0: right. Not talking about killing people. Exactly. I'm not talking about ramming a, a you know a hot poker of Jerry's ass. <laughs> you know. God, what I mean? you
1: have to go there. You're so crass. What? But we're not. We're I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not talking about bad things like <laughs> cutting people or violating them. See, now you say it in a much calmer tone. It's, it's easier to listen to that
4: way. Oh yes. It doesn't make it any better. It
1: doesn't you know, make it any better. <laughs>
0: You know that I am just so for the people, and I just come on, dude. Really? Well, it's content that's
1: not for everybody. Just like Absolutely. your show.
0: Yes. What do you I mean don't, like my show? My
1: show is for everybody. No, you can't cater to kids. There's no kids that listen to your show. That's
0: yeah, it's, it's the the internet, don't, That dude. we know that we know of. The internet. The kids can watch anything. They're watching movies. That I saw they should some be watching. pretty hardcore kids here this yes. weekend. I saw kids oh, yeah. watching that movie last night. Oh my! Really? Yeah. I'm Dude. not. I don't know. Yeah. I, I have a moral issue with that. I wouldn't have let my kids watch it.
1: No. I mean, I would take my kids to a prosthetics warehouse where they learn how to do it, learn how it's made, and then take them to an audio studio and show them how sounds are
0: put together and stuff. Well, there's a museum in Philadelphia. It's called the Muter Museum. Yeah. And it is a medical museum. Back in the day, they used to have to have live spe- actual specimens to yeah. see the medical students. Like there's dead babies in jars. Like aborted fetuses and stuff. So, right. my kids have all seen that. I've got my kids to see the Body Works exhibit. That's the one when they plasticize your body. Yeah. They put the uh, plastic through your veins and shit right. so you can see that. So, you know. That's cool.
1: Next time you come down to Austin, there's a place in South Austin where you can go look at dead bodies. That I don't. When's the next time I'm going to Austin? Rotting. I'm not even in Austin now. You'll probably come to Austin. You'll probably come to Austin once every two years is after this. Is? Actually, I'm a San Antonio guy. Well, we'll go to San, I Antonio. Love San Antonio. They've got a great. Uh, uh, that's where my airsoft field is. It's right. My yes. wife's
0: uh, cousins lives
1: there. Okay, well so there. We've you been go. There. When you come to uh, to San Antonio, VIP all weekend, we'll go play airsoft. We'll go camp on my property. We'll go shoot real guns and then shoot each other during the daytime. Cool. They've got an incredible horror scene. The did heavy metal scene Jerry, is really good. Did
0: you not hear what he just said? No. So, coming to Rotten VIP means I get to camp outside. What the fuck, man? Oh, lucky T- you! Tell me that's not Redneck. Here. There's nothing
1: wrong with that. <laughs> if I, I had the money you know, to build a cabin you for you, get outside.
0: Don't act like you fucking did. VIP. We get to camp. I don't get the Four Seasons, the Ritz. What the fuck, man?
1: <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> I'm working on a. I'm working but, on an underground but, bunker. And I'm gonna sounds, call it
0: Evolution Bunker. That sounds way awesome, dude. I would <laughs> yes. definitely take you up on that. Wouldn't, wouldn't
1: it be cool though? Absolutely, it would dude. be cool, man. I'd go out there. I, and, I'd
0: love to go play uh, airsoft with you. Too. Yeah, it's people a lot of fun. To kick my ass. No, Just leave with fucking welders, dude. Over I'm
1: horrible. Shit. I'm. What? the fuck? Dude, I go out there. I tell people this all the time. You play against twelve to eighteen year old kids, oh, right? Okay, and then there's we'll there's some
0: adults I'm sorry, you are really in trouble then. These sir. kids
1: play Call of Duty all day and then come to my airsoft field and mow everybody down. They don't use radios for communication. They under they have sign language. They yep. they get it. So then the adults come out there and think they're all big and bad Rambo motherfuckers like me. I dude, you don't last a second with these little with, with the new breed that's coming out. They're just and too remember, good. they're agile and flexible and stuff, yes. and they can move a whole lot faster. than we Yes, can. like porn stars, but small and evil. You know, they're that's they're, a little racy. You just said there. I mean, well, like adult actors. I, I said it, this is an NSFW show. I, I know, Jesus I know that just because I'm on it. What that going to be like? That. I thought that my acronyms like that. would be impressive. <laughs> I, I rarely use LOL. I, I, I only wow. use the devil face whenever I'm smiley-facing people. I don't
0: use people. emojis. emojis
1: that's, no. Not even the devil face? No. You it's barely in,
0: text people, man. I text people quite often. Okay. Not often enough. Apparently
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> not often enough. Okay, I'm going to end this, dude. before uh, Because I have to go in and say hi to Brenda. Okay. And I'm already... I'm supposed to leave in seven minutes. I'm already in deep trouble. I was supposed to leave this morning at six o'clock from Dallas. Oh shit! <laughs> my wife is like, "So you should be halfway home by now, oh, babe." Shit. I'm sorry if you ever listen to this. Uh huh. But yeah, I'm I- in total hot water. I'm supposed to go home,
0: prepare my son for school tomorrow. I'll probably get home at nine o'clock tonight. All right. So, well, so before it goes, um, yes, I'm El Zambador. Um, I have a podcast, kind of, but I'm also a member of the Evolution the Apocalypse. Um, look me up or don't I, you know, hey, that's who I am, no, nice talking to you. No,
1: he does care. Look him up because he is a force to be dealt with and, uh, and, and very astute. And opinionated. Quite, quite, smart and opinionated. That shows your intelligence because you can say the F word whenever you want. And, uh, even, uh, what's his name said it? People that swear, um, have a different view on the world. People oh i definitely that, have that people that swear openly don't have the hang-ups that other people have and i think we all dealt with uh self-esteem or getting out there social uh, issues but
0: you are uh, a definite force in, oh in the did not forget about I'm my in. boy mikey x 9 although aka sleepy pants yeah and how do you give it to me man tell me who you are what's going on give me your, um uh, details.
1: i'm eddie rotten uh, my real name is william ed hauser um You're sure it's not hoser I'm not sure it's <laughs> not Hoser. I think my last name is really Wilson. Okay. My dad's father was adopted, and I thought that I was German my whole life, because fu- Hauser. and it turns out that I'm really a Wilson. I'm like, what the? F- I've been doing the wrong family tree for 20-something years. That is a
0: weird <laughs> rabbit hole. Yes.
1: So, um, But yeah, Zombie Life Podcast or zombielifetv.com. You can find me on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher and all that. The show's been uh, pretty strong since 2010. Pretty proud of it, and I make nothing from it, like. This is literally for fun, so people that say, I don't have time for fun,
0: you're full of shit, man, because doing stuff that makes you happy and smile keeps yeah. you young. I found it to be a good outlet. Yes. And it is always nice when you get a little swag thrown your way and somebody says, hey, check yeah. this out and talk to me about it. Yes. So that that's a nice little bonus. Yeah,
1: and w- so. whenever you get out there and do stuff, you don't have to have a podcast to, d- yep. to, have, to have fun. Absolutely. You can meet people without having a podcast and just be open and candid with people, and everybody has a story that's just incredible. Absolutely. It- they're Incredible. willing to
0: sell it to you and shit.
1: Yes. And that's the goal. Get people to open up. And uh, I mean, our, our whole thing for the show is to promote local business and do charities and try to uh, raise awareness to people that dress in black all the time and listen to heavy metal music. We're, we're not, not bad people. We're not bad people. We're not demons. We just worship Satan on the weekends. No, some of us do. I, I don't. Mom, My mom is probably listening. You just doesn't got, doesn't got me. When I get to my mom's house, she's going to bend me over her lap and spank
0: me. No, I, I, you know, I got no Satan. I just go, I go the old ways, you know, I mean.
1: Yeah, that's nice. Celtic. Yeah, you got to know your Nordic heritage. Yeah. That's where we all came from. Very
0: right? cool. I mean, all right, cool, man. I'm going to stop talking to you, man, so we know where you're coming from. Eddie, dude, it yes.
1: pleasure, man. Yes. Glad we got to meet I up. I love man. you, man. Thank you so much. And, uh, and you, the silent one, thank you for letting me talk to you, too. <laughs> So there you have it. It's Texas Mirror Weekend 2018. I walked the whole thing with Brent Dickerson, Jerry, and uh, Matt Tolson from Evolution of the Apocalypse. It was just <laughs> phenomenal. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. I'd like to have everybody in this community that's listening to this right now uh, join me next year at Texas Frightmare Weekend in Dallas, Texas because it's enlightening um, you're gonna learn something there's all kinds of incredible vendors that are there uh, and a lot of people from the movies that that you've been watching since you grew up are, are there too there's people from um, you know from It was there there was uh, Tom Savini was there There was a lot, just a lot of incredible people um, that you would probably like to see and talk to Uh, lots of prosthetic tables lots of makeup lots of just incredible outfits it's like it's like horror cosplay heaven you know it's it's phenomenal so thank you once again for listening to zombie life podcast Uh, come back as often as you can tell your friends uh, hit that subscribe button and uh, get notified every time that we blast something out uh, from the grave and as always uh, kill them all this is Eddie rotten and I miss my buddy red he was Able to come out there with me, but I miss my buddy Red and my sister Kara. Uh, They're going to be on in the next uh, few weeks coming up here because we got a lot of stuff going on still. So please, once again, join us. I love you guys uh, and kill them all. Peace. This is not a test. Please
0: vacate the premises. This broadcast is being terminated.
4: Previous audio supplied by EddieRodden.com. This is a fictional event. Anything that seems real or similar to real life is bullshit, and you're a fucking loser.
3: If you're buying this shit, you're getting ripped the fuck off. Summit Life Radio is not responsible for any similarities to real life, real or fake.